All right, TDIWH fans, hands up. Which one of y'all remembers the January 13th episode of this podcast? You remember the one where the de-icing crews couldn't or wouldn't agree on procedure? Then the flight crew decided to go all Dukes of Hazard in their attempt to take matters into their own hands? Yeah, how'd that end up? Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. Today is another tragedy that should have been prevented. Yes, another event where negligence led to disaster. This day in weather history. Forgive my dripping wet sarcasm as I spit through my teeth the details of this story, but it just boggles my mind how dumb humans can be sometimes. Listen to this. On March 5th of 1993, Palair Macedonian Airlines Flight 301 was scheduled to go from Macedonia to Switzerland. Although it was snowing and visibility was limited to only 900 meters, clearance for takeoff was given, and 28 seconds after that, the plane was in the air. Barely. This was as good as this flight would get. Only two seconds after takeoff, the aircraft started to shake violently. The plane rose to approximately 50 feet. It was barely off the ground when it rolled aggressively to the left and then to the right. The flight crew were working feverishly to try to correct the altitude of the aircraft. That is when the, quote, sink rate alarm went off. Because they were essentially skimming the ground as it was, when they rolled to the right one last time, the plane's wing struck the end of the runway at a 90 degree angle. Think again about the haunting images of that Air Florida Flight 90 when it crashed into that suspension bridge. It looked like a giant letter X over on its side. Palair Macedonian Airlines Flight 301 effectively looked like the same, but by striking the ground at that speed and angle that it did, this passenger airliner jet literally cartwheeled along the earth before it crashed into the ground and burst into flames. Aircraft fuselage, the main body of the aircraft, was broken into three pieces. Remember that this day in weather history can be enjoyed a number of ways. Right now, for instance, you're listening to the full podcast version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also a daily video short version. The shot right here in my podcast recording studio so you get that perspective. And oftentimes, they'll include visuals from that day's event from when it happened. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Then the miracles started happening. For some reason, there was a United Nations peacekeeper who happened to have seen this take place and was the first person to report the crash. He went immediately to the crash site and rescued seven survivors from the scene on his own. Then, as the events unfolded, more survivors were rescued from the crash. Of the total, 79 passengers and four crew members who were on board Palair Macedonian Airlines Flight 301, 14 survived. 13 of them were passengers, along with one flight attendant. So, bet you're all wondering, what happened? An investigation board's official ruling on cause of accident was, quote, due to contamination of the wings with ice, end quote. Sound familiar already? Then how about this? The procedures that were in place to monitor ice on the wings were not followed. This is exactly
exactly what happened on January 13th of 1982 when under a ground service agreement with Air Florida, there were rules for de-icing, but as it was found out, the American Airlines employees did not comply with those rules. In this story, like with Air Florida, an investigation of this crash showed that only the right wing received a comprehensive inspection for ice. They found that the aircraft was exposed to an hour and 15 minutes worth of precipitation, which likely froze to the wings. And now it gets even more ridiculous. Forgive me, I'm not making this up. Although the wings were inspected before takeoff, <laughs> the aircraft's height only allowed tall people to inspect everything properly. You heard me right. I have no idea how tall you had to be to ride at this amusement park, but this negligent ground crew only checked the inner part of the wing, not the outer part. Unbelievable. Pair that with the fact that the fuel was also at a temperature much lower than normal, and that too helped the wet snow freeze on the wings. So, I'm going to get all Columbo on you here. You mean to tell me that cold gas allowed snow to freeze on the same wings that were checked by people not tall enough to see the top of the wing to see that it required de-icing, and that passed inspection, allowing the plane to take off? I give up. Tomorrow is March 6th. Now, we've all heard and likely watched on October 22nd back in 2012 when Hurricane Sandy became one of the worst storms to hit New Jersey. I actually did an episode of This Day in Weather History dedicated to that storm. Go back and listen to the two-parter back in October. But have you ever heard of the Ash Wednesday storm? Believe it or not, it still stands as the worst storm to hit New Jersey when it did back in 1962. And that's what I'm going to feature this time on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.